Welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast. Today is May 20th, 2021, and it's a little bit of a an update, industry update to what's going on in the world. I know we've been gone a while. I'm Sean, and I'm here with uh, Mike Martin. <laughs> I'm here also. We do that every time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it was, you know, the last time we did one of these, and it's been a while, uh, I don't think any of us are any under any illusions it's been a while since we posted anything then a lot of stuff going on here and i think last time we did one we said something we're going to be we're going to be better about getting these things up weekly and <laughs> yeah it's because we said that that the, the right the wheels fell off here but um yeah all kinds of stuff been going on actually yes a couple uh big life change for me actually um but um yeah yeah, we had a, I guess we can get into that here in a minute, but um, this episode, if you read the title, uh, we, uh, yeah, bye-bye COVID, hello hiring and flow through. So we have some yes. really interesting stuff going on right now in the industry. Right. And this is nice after what, 12 or 15 months of doom and gloom podcasts about the coronavirus and how it's affected the industry and and where things are going and who's getting furloughed and who's getting laid off and what segments of the industry are going to come back first and how is travel going to uh, going to be perfect uh going to be affected well now we're on the backside. the vaccine's out people are restrictions are being lifted all over and we have an incredible pent-up demand from the public for travel and that's translating to really good for the aviation industry oh yeah i mean i think i mentioned this already in in one of the podcasts you know when i was traveling around during the spring break time you know I, you couldn't even the airlines were selling out the airports oh it was a madhouse right it went from covid you know in you know everything was stocked with employees for the covid time to the airports being overrun with people People were sick right. with all the restrictions and, you know, every other day there's a story of somebody getting kicked off an airliner for not wearing their mask or something, which is still happening. But yes, uh, no, you couldn't get seats that, and you know, all the seat blocking the airlines were doing of, you know, if you weren't in buying booking with the, in your party, you know, you had to have a seat in between you and another passenger, that stuff had gone away because the airlines realized they were losing money. We're going to pack this thing full of people. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's coming back. It is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming back and it's coming back hard. I, I think like you mentioned spring break, any, any of the, the leisure market is, I would say a hundred percent back, maybe more than a hundred percent. So, um, if you're in the, in the leisure travel business, like a lot of these discount airlines are, I mean, you are just jamming now. The business is travel is is much slower to come back. You know, we still have Zoom, which we're using now, and people are hesitant to meet in public, and there's not a lot of conventions. But um, so travel numbers are are way up. Uh, business travel numbers, however, are not uh, uh, a huge segment of that. And of course, the international travel is still there's still a lot of restrictions to travel internationally. But that's a good point, though. On the international stuff, one thing I noticed, well, besides the airlines, you know, all the hotels have been overrun. It, you know, the uh, it's oh. it's the staffing on the hotels are down, you know, so they've been they were reluctant to fill up and in the spring break, they were filling up and there was always problems of, you know, when we were doing our business travel of 
getting a hotel room or the rental cars. The cars. Oh, my God. Man, the cars. You know, and I've been, and I know you were too, Mike, I've been getting less and less cars anyway. I've been doing a lot of Uber and Lyft, but right. there are some situations where you need a car because you're traveling a good distance and you plan on leaving the car there, whatever. But I mean, these car companies gave all the rental cars back. You know, a lot of people don't understand that these rental car companies, Hertz and Enterprise, they don't own all those vehicles. They may right. own 15, 20% of them, but they lease the rest of them. Just like an airline leases, you know, Delta doesn't own all those jets. They lease them from Boeing. And, right. uh, you know, the same thing with the rental car company. So when COVID hit, they just gave all those cars back to the manufacturers so yeah. they, they're on minimal number of vehicles anyway, and they were booked solid, and it was in, incredibly difficult to get a rental car. Uh, but what I was going to say on the international stuff is, you know, people got all this, you know, all the, the bonus money the government's been giving away. People have been getting their tax return money back, and they're spending <laughs> that in the United States. People aren't doing the, let's go to the Bahamas, let's go to Europe. You know, all this money is being spent on trips inside the U.S., which is which is good for us. Yeah, it's great. Florida is on fire. Uh, it is the most people I've seen in the state of Florida in my career. I mean, I'm talking air, airports, restaurants, uh, beaches, wherever you go, there is yeah. so many people there. It's, it's insane. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually have been to the Bahamas um, recently and uh, it was starting to, to pick up there. Their, their vaccine rollout is not as fast as the U S um, and you know, you're required to be tested before you go in. Now that uh, now you have to get what's called a health visa to enter the Bahamas, uh, but now that the vaccine's available, uh, you as long as you're two weeks from after your last shot, uh, you can get get the health visa without taking a test. So you still have to take a test to come back into the United States. Hopefully that gets listed, even if lifted, even if you have, um, even if you have had. Uh, the coronavirus, you're fully vaccinated. You still have to be tested before you leave. So that's a little bit of so a pain. But was that for the easy. crew also or just passengers? Uh, you can get exempt for the crew if you're doing just one overnight. But if you're going to stay for more than one night, then then you have to have it. So, okay. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. So there, yeah, I'd gone to Costa Rica twice during the, you know, when everything was full force. Yeah. And yeah, I never, I didn't spend the night there. But yeah, the crew was always exempt. The passengers right. had to have their their health visa, whatever, the little barcode thing. And then, yep. yeah, yep. Exactly. yeah. So, I mean, I think we're going to see a wild summer and, uh, an even, even bigger fall because it seems like all the events now they're putting their safe money on the fall, all the big shows, concerts, yep. I, I think you're going to see conventions, uh, marathons, you name it. They're all targeting the fall to make that happen. So I think everything's kind of shifted a little bit and, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, uh, it's, we're definitely on the upswing here. I mean, the only place to go is up and I've, I've got some TSA screening numbers here from yesterday. So that'd be the 19th, uh, May, uh, looks like this day yesterday, uh, in 2020, the TSA screened 230,000 people on that day. And yes, on that day, yesterday, they screened 1.5 million. Um, so it is down about 900,000 from 2019 levels, but I think when you, you back out the international travelers and some of the business travelers, you're probably, you know, I mean, those are still healthy numbers, a million, a million and a half a day, you know? Right. But, you know, uh, on that note of the business travel, yeah, we're not seeing the business travelers 
on the 121 airlines. But we are seeing a huge uptick, you know, in our sliver of the industry. You yes. know, on the corporate jets. Yes. You know, charter is way up. You know, we've we've mentioned this before. There's people dabbling in charter that have have never thought of individual thought of and companies. Yeah, never even considered doing charter stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of companies and individuals, they have had the money to charter, but you know, sometimes the mindset they have is it's just not worth the money. It's, it's a waste of money, even though they have it. Well, with the math mask restrictions and the, uh, really the big, everybody thinks it's the masks and the extra hassle in the airport and the temperature shake. I think it's the overall availability of flights too. So, you know, there's, there's, there was cutbacks on all these flights and they're all full and you got to do more and more connections and stuff. So if you're wealthy and you're trying to get somewhere, you don't want to mess with connecting in airports and leaving at the wrong times and stuff. You might be able to get to where you want to go even nonstop, but it might not be at the time you want. Um, it, uh, a, a one a day trip is going to take two days or a you know, a two day trip might take three days because of all the travel. So uh, that makes private aviation so much more appealing. Right. And you got you got companies like Wheels Up now that, are, yeah. that have been out there, you know, buying up smaller oh, man. and even some larger uh, 135 charter operators. And, you know, they're doing stuff, putting it right in the general public space. You know, they're selling, you know, their jet cards where you can buy, you know, whatever it is, 10, 20 hours on one of their private aircraft charter right. aircraft. You know, they're selling those at Costco. You know, that's. <laughs> You know, so you yeah. potentially you have people on these charter aircraft that are, well, you know what, I'm not going to, but anyway, the folks that would never, ever consider such a thing. Right. Yeah. They're ready to go gangbuster. I talked to some guys that work there wheels up and they're buying everybody. And, uh, you know, they got that, uh, Ken Dichter, I think that has tons of experience in the industry running that show and uh man he is ready to go big i think they're gonna go public here soon and um, yeah all kinds of stuff so yeah that's definitely a company to watch that's for sure right it's not you know once people dip their toe in there and they start talking to you know wheels up you know the, the next logical thing is well maybe we have something right here in our local hometown that does this yeah all over to the local airport maybe they do charters yeah so or maybe i just buy one Right. Exactly. Well, that was the next thing I was going to say. So, uh, you know, the corporate flying is definitely up. It, it's so much so that there are aircraft for sale, used aircraft that have come out of this COVID thing and have appreciated. They yeah. went into the COVID, you know, being worth $2 million and now post COVID they're worth 2.3 million. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, you have manufactured, you got, you have Bombardier, which makes challenger and uh the globals and you know they make a lot of the regional jets the Lear jets yeah yeah they own learjet now which uh, unfortunately they've decided to con discontinue manufacturing of learjets yep. breaks my heart and i know yours you've got <laughs> a lot of learjet experience you're wearing the learjet shirt i got this shirt on <laughs> but uh um, yeah you know you got bombardier and uh textron textron yes. now owns they own Cessna, Beechcraft, and right. Hawker. And uh, after you know those three companies, whatever entered into bankruptcy, Textron walked in and bought them all on the on the cheap. But yeah. anyway, these these manufacturers have run out of aircraft. 
new aircraft to sell to customers. Uh, Bombardier is now out of aircraft and taking orders. Textron had run out of aircraft, and I may be mixing these two stories up. Right. Uh, it, one of them had run out of aircraft and taken orders. The other one had run out of aircraft a while ago and had been taking orders, but now they're so backordered that they have ceased to take orders until October because they're concerned about you know customer relations. They don't know how they're going to be able to meet the demands of all the people buying these business aircraft. This is huge. Huge. Yeah. Man, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I know we got some charter guys here locally. They're saying they're, you know, screaming busy. Um, I've, I've talked to a couple brokers that I'm friends with in the industry. Brokers mean they, they actually sell airplanes right. and they're saying like exactly car dealers for saying. aircraft. Yeah. It, it's just like cars. I mean, the, the cars are selling like crazy, man. I mean, uh, there's, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting time, you know, and it's really completely different than it was a year ago when we were doing these shows. <laughs> right. And it is, you know, that is the purpose. That was the one point before we hit the record button here. I was, I was saying, so Mike, what's the, right. what's, what's the point? What's the premise? And it's, right. it's, it's to get people excited about getting in this industry, becoming a pilot. And it, we've, right. we've said it over and over again, but all these little clues, these little bread crumbs along this trail are, are pointing to one fact that there is no better time in the history of aviation. I think Mike said it once before, since the Wright brothers first flew over in Kitty <laughs> yeah. Hawk to yeah. get your butt over to the local airport and start learning to fly. And as a matter of fact, you may not even have to do that. We got a podcast plan coming up that we're putting together here. Uh, based on a bunch of questions we've got on these cadet programs, you probably, yeah. you know, United Airlines was in the news about their cadet program. It was, uh, it, it, I mean, the news report was a bunch of stuff about how they were wanting to hire, you know, uh, diverse. Yeah, diverse. Diver and they got thank a lot you, of controversy. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Diversify their pilot group and, you know, they planned whatever. And they're planning on doing this through their cadet program. And yeah. that programs are basically airline uh, sponsored training. Some of them even are, you know, subsidized to pay for your training or will pay for certain certificates. So we're going to do a whole podcast on that with detailed details about which one's doing what and where you go and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that'll be a definite. Point is, yeah. it is a great time to get in this industry. Yeah. And we've been telling our viewers, you know, all along since the coronavirus hit that this is actually going to compound the pilot shortage that 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 already was occurring. So going into the coronavirus, not to reiterate, but it's important if you're thinking about getting into this industry, going into the coronavirus, we had unprecedented travel and airline hiring. Then all of that stopped. And as a matter of fact, they ended up going the other direction and laying pilots off. And then the government propped it up and all that kind of stuff. But what happened is you, you have all these major airlines, every single one of them hiring pilots every month to meet their demands. Then all of a sudden they don't hire any of them for almost a year or more, more than that. Now, all of a sudden the vaccine's out, people are pent up, they're traveling like crazy. We're boosting the flight schedule. And now the hiring problem has been is worse now because they missed a year and a half of of hiring people you know? right it wasn't it wasn't a slow economic build and decline like right we've seen in the industry before this was somebody shut the faucet off and now turned it right back on again and right uh, 
when it doesn't work like that because these guys are now yeah. a currency. You got to go back through training. You got, and, and I've mentioned this before in other podcasts, uh, just in case first day, you know, there's other things, other, these little doodads and tidbits of information, you know, the mom and pop flight schools, like at the little 3000 foot strip town I live in, you know, that went out of business because there was no students to fly. Right. You know, all that little stuff contributes to it. And it's, it's going to be, we were already moving into a huge shortage of more people going to be retiring than right. people training. Uh, you mix that with the growth of the industry. There was a huge deficit of pilots coming. Well, now Absolutely. we have this, now we have this bubble, this disaster bubble moving through, you know, the entire uh, schedule of events that it's going to be a mess. Right. And bottom line is, if you're watching this and you've had a dream of becoming a pilot, this is un uh, unbelievable news. You should be elated. I mean, really, right. uh, because there's not been anything like that. So I got an article here, MSNBC, uh, regarding airline hiring. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, it's just crazy numbers. I mean, United is saying they're going to need 10,000 pilots. They're going to have to hire within 10 years. That's a thousand a year. That's why they're launching this cadet program. You know, they're going to try to internally train at least up to 5,000 of those 10,000. Uh, 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 you know, they're recalling all the pilots that they had hired. This is JetBlue. Um, they recalled everyone. Plus they had people in the pool. They've got all them out of there. Spirit Airlines, which I know they're jamming. I know a bunch of people that just got hired from Spirit there like nonstop. I, I, I don't even know if they stopped hiring. Um, they, they're uh, hiring 24 a month. It looks like Allegiant. They're, they just opened a base in Austin. They're hiring for that. Uh, the Sean has some comments about Allegiant. We we know a lot about them because they're they have a hub here in Cincinnati. But yeah, talk to them yeah. about how all that. Well, stuff. that's you know you say hub here in Cincinnati. One of the cool things about yeah. Allegiant, well, I guess you can still call it a hub. Right, right. Because they do hub. have some cities where they have more aircraft than others, like Punta Gorda, Florida. Um, it, but in here in Cincinnati, but Allegiant's got a unique thing built uh, where you know as an airline pilot, you know usually you would you would go off on a two, three, four, five day trip and you won't return to your home base. Uh, but uh, here uh, it, with Allegiant, you know, in, in, in those bases, there may only be a couple of them, you know, not that people, right. if you fly for United and you're based in Chicago, which most United guys are, it's not like you can't live in, you know, New York, but you're going to be, you know, you're going to be you're going to be traveling to work every time you work but it, with allegiant it's uh your your home every night they're most out and back they're all day trips and you end up back at your home base wherever you're based every night <laughs> let me interject who would have thought 20 years ago when we were getting in this business that you could somebody would tell you you could be an airline pilot and not do any overnights <laughs> i mean that's crazy it is crazy I mean, not even well, be it's almost like an office job man you right. leave in the morning and come back at night it's crazy. Yeah. Well, you Except know, we, you work way less. we've been saying this, this just popped in my head just right now, instantly, <laughs> you know, we've been saying, you know, what a great time it is to become a pilot, get off your butt, get to the airport, start learning. Right. And you know, somebody may be watching this like, well, yeah, guys, I get it. Great time. But what specifically is different from what you guys had to go through? Well, 
I just thought of four specific <laughs> things. Number one, your training is going to be more streamlined and cheaper. Number cheaper, two, yeah. number two, that first job is going to be able to be obtained quicker and most likely with less time because right. of the need. Uh, number three, you're going to be able to upgrade faster. You're going to be able to get to, uh, well, in general, your career progression will be faster, easier, more streamlined and done yeah. in, a, in a shorter amount of time. And uh, in number four, overall, the benefits and the pay are going to be way greater because of the need. It, you're right. going to be a commodity. Supply and demand. Yeah, supply and demand. And not only is it going to be greater, but it's going to be greater at an earlier time in your career. So these are unprecedented times yeah. for anybody wanting to be a pilot right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it is. It is really good. I, 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 yeah, I can't, and you know, we had to fly props for years. I mean, you and I, for, I mean, tons of props yeah. um, or bug smashers, I like to call yeah. them. And, and these guys now, I mean, they're going to jump right into a high tech jet within yeah. a year or two, you know, all kinds <laughs> it's a lot of safer fancy, too. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of fancy computer screen, touch screen equipment, yeah. you know? Yeah. You were bombing around flying night freight in the oh, ice yeah. and the wind. Five, and nights, five nights a week, single pilot in the middle of the night, no matter yep. what the weather. But there's a tornado on the field. We don't care. Those boxes got to get there. <laughs> what kills us, uh, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Right. right. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got so, stories about those. I got stories about those freight days that, uh, I mean, <laughs> if I got into them, most, most people would think I'm making them up, you know, in right. today's, today's world. But right. uh, unfortunately, they're all true. <laughs> but man, uh, yeah. man. Um, what else? What else we got here in this in the uh, this kind of a, it's a, kind of an industry update. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The other part of the title of this thing, flow through. Oh, yeah, 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 flow yeah. Flow through programs. Right. This is another thing I was just talking about, you know, right. what makes this world different from the world Mike and I came up with. This whole yeah. flow through, flow, flow, I can't talk, flow through program we got going right. on. Um, so it used to be, you know, as you were coming up your career progression, the career ladder, jumping around from shiny object to shiny object. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe it was a better airplane. Maybe it was better play pay. Maybe it was a, a schedule that didn't mean a beeper on your belt right. that meant you drove to the airport with the suitcase you had in your trunk all week. Um, but you're going to pay me a hundred dollars more. When do I start? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you know, you get that first commuter airline job, which was usually a turbo prop, like a beach 1900 or a sob, uh, something like that. And then, and then these regional jets came along. Uh, you get in the regional world for a while, uh, or maybe you went from the commuter air, air right to the majors. But, you know, this was a big deal. And you spent a lot of time building hours and you had, to be able to get that interview at the majors. Right. And this was a highly competitive, still is pretty competitive, but. Uh, you know, all that stuff's going away, uh, you know, the need for college, the need for, you know, the hour requirements and the time because of because of the need for pilots that stuff's disappearing. But now they got something even better. They have this flow through program 
there's more airlines getting onto this. There was a news article just came out this week. Uh, but well, actually, we should probably talk about exactly what flow through is. Um, and it's been going on now. American has had this for a while at uh, Envoy and PSA. I've got got some buddies over at PSA, um, which right. is a regional airline. They fly those 50 and 70 and 90 seat RJs around, the regional jets. Right. And just to dumb that down a little bit further. So a lot of people think they'll book a ticket on Delta and then they'll say it's from you know Pittsburgh to Detroit and they show up and it's it's booked through delta.com then you show up at the airport and there's a regional jet there and it has delta's name on it and right. then you jump in that and you fly there that that really is not delta airlines that you're flying on that's a code share they call it but it's a it's a regional airline it's a total different operation that flies under the naming rights basically of delta and that's why it's confusing but if what Sean's about to say is previously you worked for that airline and they're they're, they had all different names. I mean, Saba, Chautauqua, what, right? What are, uh, Sky West, Endeavor. Uh, yeah. Right. These are airlines that operate regional jets, all completely separate from the mainline airlines. They're contracted. Yeah, yeah. Completely separate pay, work rules. They're all different. And then you had to interview if you want with all the big boys to get that job. But he's about to explain how that's changed. Right. Yeah. And just because you flew for that, re you could have flown for that regional airline that had it says Delta on the side of the airplane, but if you, and you can see this when you sit down in one of these RJs, if you pull out the little seat back pamphlet with the safety card, you know, how to work the exits in your seat belts and the life jackets, you can see right on the back of it. It'll say, it'll say uh, Endeavor Air operated by, operated by Endeavor Air, uh, you know, whatever. Sorry, right. phone was ringing. That's right. uh, but those guys, you yeah, know, sure. you could you could work <laughs> you could work there for twenty years, yeah, and you know never get in a seven fifty seven Delta mainline just because it says Delta on the outside of your seventy passenger regional jet. Completely different company, just like Mike said. Right. So American Airlines a few years ago started this thing called the flow through, and they got with some of their regional carriers, and they kind of standardized everything the company manuals how how the seniority stuff works and and that kind of thing and and PSA and Envoy which are two of these regional companies that do work for American uh as you work through the progression and the seniority list at those regionals you will upgrade or not really upgrade that term is usually meant for co-pilot becoming a co-pilot to becoming a captain first officer right. or captain but you will move up into mainline American airlines. And uh, right before the pandemic, it was about five years. So you would get on at PSA Airlines, you'd be there for a year or two as a first officer, then you would upgrade to captain, which is the boss of the airplane sitting in the left seat. And uh, you would spend another two, three years there as a captain. And then one day it would be your number, your time to go, and you would move right up into the first officer or co-pilot's position of a 737 over at American Airlines. No interview, no, I mean, there might be some paperwork involved because you're technically changing companies, but it was a flow through, you know, and, and there was stuff in the past, like you would have a guaranteed interview, you know, that stuff's existed for a while. But this is a straight, no questions asked. You're moving. It's based <laughs> on seniority. 
There isn't any politics involved. There isn't any, well, you know, Bob's the favorite of the chief pilot. You know, he's going <laughs> to get it before I do. No, no, it's seniority number. The date you were hired. I mean, yeah. you're moving. You're going to the main line. And this was a huge, this is a huge thing because you got to understand, like, you're sitting there flying this little 50 seat, 70 seat regional jet around, you know, maybe not excited about your job anymore because you've been there for five years. Well, you're going to be a lot happier going to work every day knowing that you only got a couple months left and you're set, baby. You're exactly. at American Airlines. You don't have to worry about the anything. big dog. Exactly. You're at the majors. You know, you know, you're going to be retiring, uh, you know, just under, uh, you know, you know, deep into the six figures. You're going to have great benefits. And uh, oh, you're going to be working three days a month, making 400 grand a year by the time you retire. Yeah, you're set. Yeah. You're going to be so, like a movie star. I can't. <laughs> right. Right. So that that's the big dream, you know, the majors. So uh, an American's been doing this for a while. And there's more and more people jumping on this this uh, this great bandwagon. And this week, Delta and Endeavor is one of the companies that do their regional stuff. Mm -hmm. Endeavor uh, just started flow through with Delta Airlines, the big dog, the big Man. D, the biggest yeah. airline on the planet. Now has a flow through program and starting uh, Endeavor is starting with see it's a uh, twenty pilots per month are flowing through to Delta. This number is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to prom with Delta. <laughs> right. Um, especially if you live in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great news. That's great news. Well, just to summarize, I mean, uh, so here's what we have. We've rounded the corner on the coronavirus. The vaccine is readily available. Most people have it. Um, the the industry, although it's been lagging, the, the hotels and the uh, infrastructure is starting to get spooled up. Uh, the flights are happening. The airlines are hiring. Uh, I think everybody's in agreement that this thing is almost over. Um, and uh, you guys that uh, are watching that uh, are thinking about reshuffling your deck, maybe your uh, p position was eliminated uh, uh, or your spouse's position, uh, whatever, uh, because of the COVID, or maybe it's changed. Maybe it didn't get eliminated, but your job isn't what you thought it was. Um, or maybe, uh, I hate to say, I not hate to say it, but there is a, some segments of people that are doing better than ever because you're yeah. in the COVID business and maybe you have extra cash, you know, because you saved money from, from not eating out, not going on vacations. And then you got uh, government stimulus and, and maybe whatever you're doing, that particular segment of the industry is doing really well. And you're like, I finally, this is a chance where I could break into a career that I really care about. I did the career to make the money. Now I've got some of the money and I'm ready to, 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 to make the next step. It's a great time to, to jump in. So this is a positive podcast to, you know, right. tell our viewers, thank you for staying with us. And, um, yep. uh, you know, we hope to hope to keep spreading the information here that this is a great career and hopefully yeah. we can get some people in and we love the emails. I mean, that's my favorite thing about doing this. So keep that coming. We've yeah. been getting, uh, some people send us pictures of their first solos. And oh, when yeah. first doing it's been very, yeah. It's very, very good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you have a question for us, you want us to answer on the podcast here, this is the thing we've been doing over the last, you know, month years whatever uh you can email us at podcast 
at propilotplaybook.com. And we've they've been piling up, got to be honest with you. We've uh, yeah. gotten a little behind here the last couple months, but yeah, uh, well, we are getting to them. Some of them, some of you guys are guys and girls are asking the uh, same questions over and over again. So we're going to, uh, uh, or several people asking the same question, I should say. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to be getting to those, but yeah, to Mike's point, if you have an interest in this career field, this is the place you want to be. Go ahead and hit the uh, subscribe button, bookmark us, save us in iTunes or yep. the 17, 18 other platforms you're listening to this on. Um, Oh yeah, and you were you're gonna share we hit some milestones, right? Oh so, yeah. Are, uh yeah. we did hit some milestones and, and of course you asked and I completely forgot <laughs> one of me. We were we were voted to maybe we'll talk about this. We we hit uh top five of aviation podcasts and it is buried. I'm going to sit here for 30 we'll, seconds. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But yeah. the, the, we're really gaining traction yes. with what we're doing. And, uh, right. and and we really appreciate all the views. That's the big thing. Anyway, so. yep. uh, some of the podcasts we have planned coming up, just real quick before I hit the end record button, is we're going to be talking about the cadet programs. Um, we're going to be uh, – we're going to be talking about some of the differences in your flight schools out there. 141 schools versus part 61 schools. I think this is a, a big question people have been asking besides the cadet programs, which has been a very popular question here lately. Uh, but people, you know, as they go out to local airports, they're wondering about 141 versus 61. This is a reoccurring question. And um, I think we're going to be hitting a little harder on uh, because there's more and more stuff back to those reasons why to be a pilot right now. And it's, you know, I said it's going to be more streamlined and cheaper. There, yeah. are, there are more and more scholarships and money flying around. Yes. Your butt over to the airport and be doing this. Uh, Right. Maybe even free or at least financing at all to the point of yes. you know, any other Excellent college point. school loan. So we're going to be re re uh, jabbing the uh, uh, money for flight training uh, questions again. Great. So, yeah, stick with us, folks. Thank you. Yep. We truly appreciate everybody's uh, listening and viewing here. And we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.